This show was first broadcast on Free FM, Hamilton, New Zealand's community access media organisation. For more information on our lineup of shows and the role we play in the media, visit freefm.org.nz. Welcome to Connect with Community Waikato. We've got Holly Snape here from Community Waikato apologising because might have a little <laughs> bit of a cold, so I might sound a little bit <laughs> snuffled. But um, Vicky from the CAB is risking it all. Yeah, um, here Birthday I am. week even. Yeah. <laughs> to sit across from, from somebody who's contagious, um, <laughs> masked up, by the way, and... Um, a lot of hand sanitizer going on just to, <laughs> <laughs> to try and keep it safe. Absolutely, yeah, that's great. Yeah, welcome, thanks. <laughs> welcome, and thanks for taking the risk. I will any time to empower and inform the community. I will do whatever it takes. Yeah, I love that about you. <laughs> love that. So today we're talking a bit about a um, couple of things coming up for the CAB. Um, exciting stuff ahead. Mm-hmm. Um, one opportunity and and one celebration. So that'll be cool. We'll talk a little bit about collaborations generally, and then we're going to turn our attention after a bit of a break um, to the Well Trust elections. So let's start off though with what you guys have got coming up at the moment. Oh uh, yeah, so we're quite busy this time of year. Um, we come up towards our sort of AGM is in August, so we're sort of um, collating all of our data. We do our annual plan and things like that. So it's exciting for us, but if you have trouble sleeping, you're always welcome to call me and I can walk you through it. Um, (laughs) um, But we've also got our 50th um, on the 4th of August, and we're really lucky because Mayor Paula Southgate and Deputy Mayor Angela O'Leary have agreed to talk um, as our speakers, and they're going to talk for a little bit of time about how what it's like to be a woman in politics and things like that. So yeah, um, because we're supposed to be doing a public forum every year that's part of our remit that we um, we do this public forum and we try to get interesting speakers to to open it up and to empower those around us and they were perfect because they've been so supportive of the CAB over the years um, and we really appreciate them taking their time out to come and support us on our, our night out Yeah well 50 is um, it's a good age. It's a big it's, deal it's, um, <laughs> it's a little older than you even. Hey little yeah, okay. <laughs> okay all right we're not going to go there thank you uh, I sound young um, and that's what counts. No um um, it is. 50 is, is a big deal. It is. Um, I'm pretty sure the national team celebrated 50 only a couple of years ago, so we must have been at least in the top 10 of being created. Uh, yeah. yeah. Um, and we've, you know, I think what I really love about the Citizens Advice Bureau is I've only been there for, for this is my fourth year. And it's just got such a strong reputation for an organization that's been around for 50 years. It's still trusted. It's still used. It's still needed. Um, and I think it's incredible that I've got this. I was just bragging to another manager about I've got this incredible team of volunteers. You know, there's there's 52 of them. Um, most are retired. Some are sort of in their 30s and 40s. We've got a couple of university students. So we've got everyone and everywhere. Uh, we've, I think we're representing something like nine different languages at the moment. And I asked for a favor and I got something like 12 emails in reply. Wow. And I was just, you know, I'm so proud of the team there. They really work hard. So the 50th, 50th for me, yes, it's about sort of promotion and saying, look at us. We know we're still around. We're still doing a lot of good work. But it's also about saying to my volunteer team, 
what you do for us is amazing you know you give us your time and it's i i get a little annoyed when people refer to volunteering as sort of like oh it's free labor it's actually not it costs them money to volunteer because they have to pay for petrol and they have to get their lunches and they have to sort out their lives and they miss out on other things so it's actually a cost to volunteers to continue to to do the work they do with us um so for me this night out is really a celebration of them yeah. you know they're this amazing team of people you know I, I was just thinking as you were talking it would be fascinating to to be able to calculate how many volunteer hours have been put forward over that 50 years. Well, funnily you should say that because that goes into our AGM report. Oh, do <laughs> I don't have it on, on hand because I haven't done it, but well, yeah. So and you we also, could, you yeah. could actually capture exactly how many hours. Absolutely, yeah. That is amazing. Because we record everything. So whilst all our stuff is confidential and you can't identify anyone from it, we record demographic data, but we also record how much time we spend on each call. So whilst our numbers have gone down because people have found Google and answers online we found that we're spending more time on average with people so we're getting the more complicated questions the ones that don't have an easy answer and I calculated it for last year's and I did it on minimum wage and living wage and we are saving a ridiculous amount of money yeah um, which is why I think sometimes I struggle with sort of the competitive nature of funding for the citizens advice bureau because we're not government funded we're fully privately funded and we are we're very lucky in Hamilton because we've got some really good grants advisors and managers who talk to us yeah but it is still quite tough to see how much we're actually doing and then to be constantly told we should be doing it for less yeah you know? That's right. It's like, how much less can you do it for when, right? when your team are essentially all volunteers? You and know. a volunteer army. Yeah, yeah. Um, but that's, yeah. anyway, the 50th is, is going to be a good night out. We'll be sending out invites and everything. So, you know. sorry, did you say where it was? Oh, I didn't. It's no. at the Meteor. <laughs> I'm really pleased. I was yeah. like, is my brain just cotton wool? No, 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 I didn't say. No, no. And actually, the Meteor is an awesome venue. It is, and we're really lucky because, um, you know, the, the manager down there, Deborah, she's, she's just our next door neighbour after you um, yes. she's always really open to sort of collaboration and chatting and, and going through things and um, they actually offered us some free tickets um, for the last show um, because we've been working with them so much so they're really lovely and it's a great it's a great space if oh, you haven't been there yeah. get down and they've got so many um, walk-in exhibitions that if you're wandering past just just go in yeah you know? yeah right on the corner there of um Anzac Parade and Victoria Street, so you can't miss it. Straight across from the cop shop. Yeah, I didn't say cop shop. <laughs> well, no, I said that the other day, and someone was like, "Ooh," I was like, "I'm pretty sure I can call it a cop yeah, shop." No. Of yeah, no, absolutely brilliant venue. So so that is fantastic. We'll very much be looking forward to that. And I love the, that theme about women in politics as well. Yeah. You know, um, if we look at our own experience as a country and having um, an incredibly strong yeah. leader who was a woman recently um but the amount of you know certainly evidence demonstrates that women in leadership end up with a lot more um vitriol yeah and i think this is something we need to talk about i know there will be a couple of eye rolls when you say something like women in politics but then acknowledge that and yeah. ask why that's coming along because if i said men in politics you wouldn't have the same reaction so when we talk about women in politics, we're not in any way excluding anyone else who's had a difficult time or is experiencing yeah. discrimination. But women are often 
um, punished twice mm. for being leaders, but also for being women. And it, it's getting a little tiring. And I think we need to support women and we need to empower women and we need to represent women. And, you know, Paula and Angela are really good examples of women who have clear understandings of what they want. Yeah. Um, and I think they're really great at what they do. Oh, absolutely. So that's exciting. That is, that's coming up. Um, who can attend? Well, it's actually, it'll be invite only to a degree. But if you are interested in coming, you are welcome to email me at manager.hamilton at cab.org.nz because we actually don't want to gatekeep the event. We yeah. want as many people there. So we will be inviting people specifically, you know, sort of funders and sponsors. Well, not sponsors. Sorry, that's the wrong word. Yeah, funders. funders. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have. We, well, we're looking for sponsors for the event. So um, and, you know, stakeholders, obviously our volunteer team, but also our friends, um, people that we want work with community houses all the all the guys that have been helping us this year but we you know if you're a client of CAB or you've volunteered with us in the past or you have any interested in CAB come along just email me as I said on manager.hamilton at cab.org.nz it is open to all it's from six till nine um, nice. at the meteor That's, that sounds marvelous um, I wanted to turn to the work that you guys are doing at the moment um, outside of Hamilton. Yeah, so it's yeah, it's been going really well. So it's a little. I'm going to simplify it because it's super boring for anyone who's not inside the CAB. But we recently took on a satellite of CAB Horaki, which is based in Pairoa. And we've been working with them because they're a, a smaller volunteering team. I think there's, there's seven in total. And we've been helping them sort of support and build up. I mean, this is an incredibly strong team who basically worked for themselves for two years and were the only wow. ones who ran the bureau. Wow. So I'm really pleased to be able to be in this position to support them. But there used to be a CAB in Waihee, and we're currently working alongside Jan at the Waihee Resource Center, who's offered us a way in through not an MSD contract. They'll still have the contract, but they'll be help will be helping them meet their contract obligations in a way that will make it relatively easy for us to open up a CAB in Waihee. So, I mean, it might take six months or so, but we're really looking forward to that. And what's nice is that um, when I proposed this idea and Jan was on board, we were able to have a really open and clear conversation about who would be doing what, where resources would come from, how it would work in the community, to the point that we're looking at, you know, collaborating towards funding proposals together and actually approaching council um, in Horaki and saying, we are a clear example of collaboration and this is actually what we should be doing more of, especially yeah. bureaus. We are perfectly poised to work really closely with other uh, organisations. Oh, absolutely, and... And there's so much value in doing that. We are going to turn to collaborations shortly, but but we'll just explore this a little bit more. And, and you know, from your perspective, does working in different communities impact your work, or is it the same in different places? You know, what are you finding? Oh, it's definitely impacting our work. Now, it's it's never the same in different places. So I was just talking to my mentor about the fact that the last five volunteers we've had are either Fijian, Indian, or Sri Lankan. So we've obviously stepped into a new community group who've suddenly recognised that this is something they want to do, yeah. which is really fantastic for us because we don't know what we don't know, and I can't see outside of my sort of vision. So if someone is in a community or a friendship group, and it's often that they won't even have heard of CAB, yeah. 
they'll suddenly realize that we're this organization, we're doing this work, and they'll step up and say, actually, I have skills. And it's it's great because then um, we have a new volunteer who then talks to their community and talks to their family and friends and shares the information we have. But we've noticed that um, with migrants specifically, when we're working in smaller group areas, employment is a real issue. There is a lot of um, advantage being taken of new migrants. Lack of employment contracts, being disciplined without notice, being dismissed without notice, being bullied, harassed, racial discrimination. And a lot of the new migrants are unfortunately quite anxious about upsetting their employer or not realizing they have a lot of rights. Other areas we've noticed when we're working in community houses, we've noticed we get a lot of housing issues. So if it's a high tenancy area, we've noticed that we get neighborhood disputes, but also landlord issues. There was a reason when it's Auckland where the landlord stopped the tenant who was behind on the rent from accessing the lift to his 20 floor apartment. Floor is not a word, Um, (laughs) but that's Auckland. But, you know, it's every community is different. Um, And it takes time. It takes time. So we've got these CAB teams running in Hamilton. And what I've noticed is that it takes a little bit of time for people to get used to us and to trust us. Um, And I don't think they realize how much we have, how much information we have. Yes. And if they're used to accessing information another way or just thinking it doesn't exist. Yeah. You know, it takes a while to realize, actually, this is the place I can go. Mm. So what I've noticed that's really interesting is that most people will say to us who are outside of the CAB, oh, you know, well, I've got Google. I don't yeah. really need you. And yeah. it's like, yeah, you do have Google, but your first five entries are ads. Yeah. So, and you know. And sometimes it's a conversation, though, isn't it? I had, I had a great conversation with a client a couple of weeks ago. Um, he was in his mid-20s, and he was going through a disciplinary process with his employer. And he called me. Um, I happened to be covering for a volunteer and we had a chat and he said, okay, so this is what it is and this is what I've done and I've gone to your website and I've looked through this. So we were working together and we were doing it step by step and all he wanted was someone to go, yes, you're right. Yeah. You're right. You're fine. You're safe. You've done your research. You know what you're doing. Yes. We back you 100%. Also, by the way, there's two other organizations that could support you if you wanted mediation. And you know, he just wanted someone to go, it's okay. Yeah. You've done your work. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, it must be, you know, a little bit uh, frustrating is the wrong word. I don't, I can't, I can't think of the word right now. But I imagine that there are times when you hear a case like that, and then you don't kind of hear what happened. It is. There's not a lot of closure yeah. while I'm doing it. So if you're someone who flicks to the last page of a book when you start reading it, the CAB may not be for you, yeah. um, because we would we describe ourselves as the bridge between the person and the problem. So yes. it's it's actually incredibly tempting to fix people, yeah. but we don't do that because you can't you can't fix someone, and, and we don't have solve the problem. No, and also it's incredibly condescending. It is. Yes. Um, at best, it's condescending. Um, so what we do is we empower people. People, but we we try to do it with a circle of support. So we give them the information, we walk them through the problem, we listen to them. They know that they can be heard here, and then we provide them with specific sources of support. So there's this whole circle of support that goes around them, and then they go away, yeah. and then we don't know. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> and we we just sort of write it up, and we hope. Um, that it's worked out. But I'll I'll say one thing, though. Volunteering at CAB is quite addictive because even when you don't know, I've had these calls with people where 
especially young women yeah. where I've had these calls with a young woman who's going through an incredibly difficult time is really struggling with someone we've bonded over the phone I've told her what's you know what the next steps are I've explained to her where she can get support and she's been just really thankful for the conversation and you end up walking out on clouds you just you're like I did something well yeah and I made something better hopefully she followed the advice yeah. but yeah if you require closure don't come to me yeah. <laughs> and if you're a client out there and something did work out I'd really love the email <laughs> absolutely we're gonna take a short break Ooh, baby do you know that's worth Ooh, heaven is a place on earth
heaven is a place on earth, is it not? <laughs> it's at the CAB in Hamilton. <laughs> that's right, that's right. Come volunteer with us. And welcome Vicky from um, Hamilton CAB, also um, soon to be Waihi CAB. Well, yeah, well, yeah. Well, that's what we're hoping, right? We get Waihi, Horaki, and then, yeah, then I just take over the world. And, right? and this is the thing about collaboration. We actually don't have a lot of time to talk about it, but there is a lot of value <laughs> in it, isn't there? Because, there is. You know, bringing that expertise to those spaces just gives brings that capacity and capability. Yep. And sharing resources, sharing ideas. When I've had sort of coffee meetings with other organizational leaders, that's where new ideas come from. Exactly. Because I see what they're facing and I go, we can do this together. Yeah, perfect. Okay. So, um, well, trust. Yeah, so I I wanted to discuss this because I feel a little bit out of the loop. So um, I have been here for a while, but I didn't really understand what well energy electoral um, process was. Yeah. I also live in Prongia, so I'm not part of the voting thing. Yeah. So I was talking about it with someone this morning because, of course, we're getting the information, and I, I don't actually know no. what it's about, and I yeah. thought this would be a good opportunity <laughs> for you to teach me. Fantastic. <laughs> um, so the well catchment area is quite limited. It is um, all of Hamilton City, but it goes over to Raglan, uh, Raglan area as well and a little bit up north, here and the like. So... It's um, it's a, it's a relatively rich, restricted area, but it's um, yeah. So it's where the lines um company uh, are based. Um, okay. And so there uh, and well trust there are well and well you've got the business arm and you've got the trust arm. Mm-hmm. So the trust arm is there to administer. Um, the money that is made from the line's profits um, and redistribute that through um, both in what they call discounts, it's actually rebates, um, mm. and to, to the community, so people who are um, with uh, well energy, um, which is anyone in that area, <laughs> anyone yeah. in that area, regardless of who your provider is, oh, okay. you still use the lines. You use the lines, yeah. okay. So part of your electricity bill includes a lines cost. Okay. So so, so, so some of that comes back to um, individuals through um, rebates and some of it is um, distributed through the community and social service sector and that's where um, we come in. So... Um, well, Trust has been a primary funder of uh, the not-for-profit sector for a long yeah. time. Yeah, and um, they're a really good one as well. They are. They they are because um, they're really well connected to the mm. organisations throughout um, the region, and particularly when they have trustees who are knowledgeable um, and experienced in not-for-profit. Mm. What we do often see is um, a range of people running, some of them, and everyone with different agendas. Yeah, you know? of course. People all come with different agendas. We get a lot of business people running, and I suspect it's because it's a paid position. I suspect oh. I suspect a lot of them wouldn't run <laughs> um, for a trust that wasn't paid. Oh, such cynicism, Holly. I know. <laughs> I know. Um, Realism. Yeah. <laughs> So um, it is. It is a paid role, uh, and and I think um, you know I think any kind of role where you've got distributions across communities, it's good to have um, a, a diverse group of people around the yeah. table. So people need to think about that when they're voting. The one thing we're trying to really promote as community Waikato is is for people when they're voting to think very much about what it is they're wanting. 
um, represented on those boards. So mm. um, the trust supports many different things, um, including like the CAB, obviously, yes, yeah. um, women's refuge, you know, mm. the community houses, like the the um, organisations that provide a lot of grassroots support to people who really need it. They also provide some support around the arts sector and around the um, the sports sector as well. Mm. So they've got like um. They've got a a network right across non non profit organisations, which is great. So you do need to have um, people on that board who have got good experience. And certainly, what we've seen in the past is when we've got people who have experience at a grassroots level. So not just people who've sat on boards, but people yeah. which have worked in the area. Yeah. yeah, in the area on the front lines. It's really important because you yeah. always end up with some business people there. They can bring that information. They've also got. Of course, the um, the board who run the actual well network. Mm. You know, you've got that board as well. Um, so I do think it's important to make sure that there's a values alignment with the individuals and and, and a rich understanding from the individuals who are elected. So mm. um, we've recently put out a commentary around um, what sort of uh, characteristics or attributes to consider yeah. when people are ticking the name. So basically, 26th of um, June is when um, the last day of voting is. Um, I believe if the voting papers get sent out to everybody. That's awesome. And there'll be a little blurb on, on who each of the candidates are. So it's just posted to everyone in the Hamilton City area and some of uh, any, any of the catchment oh, area. The catchment, sorry, yeah, the yeah. catchment. Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. I think for me, definitely that's a really good point. You know, as an individual, if you're stood there looking at your voting papers and things like that and you're thinking it doesn't matter, it does. It really does. The, if you, the turnout is often around 10%. Yeah, and I'm, I'm pushing this quite hard on behalf of the charity sector and other organisations. If you use any of the community houses, if you volunteer at any of the organisations, if you even have an interest in social welfare... If your kids access social sport, if you're... You know, if you yeah. enjoy artwork, you know, exactly. any of that stuff. Just c- please consider voting because this is something that I, I've i never had an experience of doing and I'm actually a little disappointed I can't because you I can, don't live. You can read my voting papers <laughs> if you like. You can you can just sort of live um, vicariously through you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That'd be fine. <laughs> Sounds like a great afternoon yeah. to do that. Yeah. Have some lunch. Yeah, <laughs> perfect, perfect. And is it, you, you're right, though. It is really important to vote. Um, um, you know, and you, we've got elect, we've had elections recently. We've got other ones with the central <laughs> government elections coming up. We Think might this feel, is practice. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, it's exactly right. Just yeah. a little bit of extra practice. Keep keep an eye out on social media. You're probably not going to see billboards everywhere. No, unfortunately <laughs> you know? not. No, but um, but you will see some social media sort of stuff. You'll, there'll be other ways to sort of access the information about who's standing and, and what mm. they're standing for. Yeah, so so it is important to vote. Um, do have a look on their page. Look at the sort of stuff that they support because there's some good stuff out there. Yeah. Um, I think that's probably about us for this week. Nice. I appreciate you coming in and risking, risking your health. <laughs> Just on, for my on audience. Your week. Love it. <laughs> that is us for another week. You've been listening to Connect with Community Waikato, Free FM 89.0. Thanks for listening to this Free FM podcast. If you want to hear more content like this, you can support Free FM via Patreon.
Head to patreon.com slash freefm89 to find out more.